Welcome to the Art of the Dive Game Week 27. You dirty girl, you've done us again. Week's done. We just finished the Arsenal, Southampton, and uh, who was the other team that played, Jake? Man United and Liverpool? Yeah, I already forgot because the game was so bad. Uh, a pretty sad game week for the most part. Lots of things have happened in the last two weeks. Jake and I didn't record uh, a pod between the, the two weeks of the game week, but we're back. We're ready to rock. We've got a little bit of, or a lot bit of chip stuff this week. Way more questions than we know what to do with because we had two weeks away. Some business updates on where we're at with the pod. A little bit of stuff about FPL life balance. It's going to be a good one. Jake, how are you, buddy? Feeling feeling better, that's for sure. Yeah, so you were, you were sick. Uh, we were going to record a pod. So initially, we weren't going to record a pod. Then a lot of people asked us, hey, you know, some of this chip strategy stuff is starting to come out. Other pods are doing one. Can you guys please do one? So we kind of scrambled, got some stuff together, planned it out. We were both excited. And then you decided to ruin it for all of us. Yeah, that's typically what I do in my plan. Um, I had... You know, had a normal day at work overnight and went to bed as usual around my 9 a.m. time. Uh, and I woke up around 3, which is usually about right. Uh, I don't sleep more than six hours because it's like the daytime and it's weird for me. And then I was like, oh, man, I must have lifted like really hard. And then I thought about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I must be so strong now. Oh, my gosh. And then I thought about it. I was like, wait, I haven't lifted for like two, two, two and a half days. And I was like, that's weird. And then I got up and like felt really nauseous and, and checked my temp. And sure enough, I had like 101 degree fever. And it just was like a 24 hour thing. I just felt like absolutely terrible. Okay, well, that story was re- way too long. You could have just been like, I was really sick. And now, like, half the people that started the podcast just turned it off because they weren't interested in listening anymore. So thanks a lot for that. Well, they're going to miss all the great advice, so it's their loss. Yeah, so great. A uh, couple business things to shoot the pot off here. Um, you know, I've been talking with a lot of different people. We're lucky. We've said this before. We have a cool community of people that help us out. Uh, lately, I've been talking... Uh, with Emma, um, Jump the Wave, at Jump the Wave. She's a good one to follow. Um, and Mario and a couple other people that have just been talking about helping us grow the pod and, and getting, it, getting, getting it rolling. So Jake and I have been talking uh, about some things uh, that we think that we could do to just kind of get the pod rolling and to help continue to involve our community. Um, so everybody knows that if you got in the league in the first 12 weeks, we're competing for a shirt. Jake and I are going to have those printed up pretty soon here. Um, but what we thought was if we're going to send in an order to have some, some t-shirts printed, uh, we thought we'd just throw it out there. If anyone's interested in a shirt, uh, we were thinking about selling a few shirts for somewhere between like, it's, it depends on shipping. That's the issue right now, but somewhere between 15 and 25 bucks. Um, really it would just be a, a t-shirt with our logo printed on it, uh, the idea would just be to help us cover some costs. Um, I know some people have reached out to me on Twitter, DMs or emails, things like that, just saying, hey, guys, we know that podcasts cost money to run and we'd be willing to contribute a small amount of money. Um, people have even suggested setting up a, a Patreon account or things like that. Um, we just thought for this year that that could be a potential way. So if it's something that you think you're interested in, um, you're not committing to buy one, but if you're, you're interested in it, uh, send me a message on Twitter or email us at theartofthedive at gmail.com just saying, hey, I think that would be something I'd be interested in. And then, well, if we have a, a handful of people that are interested, uh, we'll get some printed, we'll figure out the shipping stuff, and, and we'll just set up something through PayPal to get that to people. On that note... Uh, we also have a logo update. You might see it on our, our podcast. Um, uh, Nymphria, I think I'm saying that right, TV, uh, at Nymphria TV. Uh, she does um, an FPL YouTube channel and some podcast work as well, but she also does a bunch of graphic design, so I just wanted to give her a shout out. Um, we've been wanting to update our logo for some time. I was using some other sites, uh, asked on Twitter if anyone knew anyone, a bunch of people suggested her, and she was awesome. She helped us set it up. So if you have like graphic design stuff that you need help with, She's a cool person to reach out to, reasonably priced, really, really fast, too. Um, and then the last thing that we thought was, because we'll be printing some shirts up, um, we're hoping that we have a lot of people that have started subscribing to our podcast. Uh, one way for us to grow our audience, though, is to uh, have people uh, read reviews of our podcast. So if they 
if people would be willing to make sure they subscribe and then write a review on our podcast, uh, whether that's on iTunes or uh, Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcast, um, we monitor most of those those sites, uh, and we will do a drawing if you write us a, a short review um, about our podcast. We'll do a drawing for a shirt for one person. So those are kind of the updates. Jake, are you excited about those things? Yeah, very excited. Um, hopefully, you know, we get some some good reviews mixed in there. I, lo- I love the new logo. Just just good stuff all around. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Jake, you have a little announcement about uh, Twitter that you'd like to make. Yeah, uh, I I have a Twitter. So um, <laughs> I've, I've had one. I just, I, I don't really use it. And there's been some uh, discussions that I should be more active on the Twitter sphere. Is that is that correct? I don't yeah, know. a lot of people a lot of people want to be able to interact with you. I do almost all the stuff on our Art of the Dive Twitter page. So Jake, you want to shout your Twitter handle for people that want to follow you? Yeah, it is at and then uh, my name, Jacob Close, which is spelled K L O S and then one, because you know, I'm the I'm the first one. So you're, yeah. you're number one in all of our hearts, Jake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So follow Jake on there, subscribe, uh, and review our, our stuff. Let me know if you're interested in a t-shirt, uh, things like that. Okay. Business stuff done. Time to get into FPL. Let's start with 27 here, Jake. Uh, I, you know, we had said that we weren't going to do a podcast midweek. And the reason for that was I needed a little bit of break. Uh, we had actually talked on a previous pod about, um, FPL and mental health and work life balance and work life balance. Well, FPL does feel like a job. Uh, FPL life balance sometimes, um, and I, it kind of got me thinking a little bit about myself. I was getting a little bit like I don't know if depressed is the right word, but like I wasn't enjoying the game. So I kind of stepped away from Twitter for a handful of days. Got away from the pod. It was almost good you got sick. I mean, funny for all of us, but good that we didn't pod. Um, the issue was I was away from everything for so long. I missed the deadline this week. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, again, w- woke up and saw your text, and I kind of felt bad that I didn't even like let you know the games were on Friday. But I had, I remember I had tried to call you, and I think you were busy, and it just eh, it happens. It's not your fault. I it doesn't happen though, Jake. In five years, I've played the game about five years pretty seriously i've never missed a deadline once even when i first like my first year when i was casually kind of playing i haven't missed a deadline once and i missed the deadline it was i've never had a more sinking feeling in my entire life yeah that was the minus 80 feeling i i know what that feels like yeah the plus side for me was my moves were going to be uh i was going to take sane out for felipe anderson felipe got two points and got yanked after 74 minutes uh, and I was going to drop Alonzo for Pereira, who had zero points due to goals allowed. So really, I missed out on two points, and I still have my two free transfers going into this next game week. It might have almost been a good thing. Probably, especially with Felipe going up against Man City, might not be the best player to go to at this time. So, you know, I was uh, pretty upset about it. Um but a lot of people gave me a nice shout out on Twitter, um, told me that they'll never listen to the pod again. Things like that it should be great. Yeah. It really should yeah. be good. Uh, okay. We have a couple, just one like kind of big picture question going into the end of the year here that I thought was really good uh, asked by Alec. And then we'll go through our teams and talk a little bit about chip strategy. But I wanted to kind of start with this. So Alec wrote in and said, as we approach the tail end of the season, what is your view towards taking risks, i.e., Differential players, hits, etc. Not talking about chips here, but but just kind of a general overall approach to the game. Uh, do you guys tend to take more hits or play more safe to consolidate rank? And then he just explains his situation. I'm around 50k right now. I, I'd like to be top 20k. Plenty of others are around here, and I'm sure you guys have been here too. What's the advice? Uh, and yes, I'm still an idiot sandwich. Oh yeah, he's the one that you called an idiot on the last pod, Jake. And Emma did. Unbelievable. Hmm. Well, I apologize for that. Uh, I feel like, yeah, taking a little bit more risks is is fine at the end of the year if you're up for it. I, I just feel like you don't necessarily need to take more risks if your team is set up and you have the chip strategy all planned uh, and you hit on your like triple captain and things like that. You probably will move up alone, but... 
you know, on a week-to-week basis, we see how things change, especially at the end of the year. It can get a little hectic, a little fixture congestion. There's Champions League. There's Europa. You know, having Jerry D this week would have been fantastic, and he's not an unreasonable player to consider. But but yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it if that's if you want to go for it and don't you're not gonna beat yourself up over dropping uh, twenty or thirty k as well. Right. So I guess that would be my follow up question. Do you think it has to do with where you're currently at? So like Alec right now says that he's at fifty k. And his goal is kind of 20K. So maybe like where you're at and where you're shooting from. So 30K movement for someone around 50K, that's a a decent amount of movement because there's a lot of players um, that that are going to be have very similar teams in that overall rank zone there. Uh, And so I think you probably have to take some risks. The idea of taking risks, though, is kind of weird to me. Like, are you so so are you just taking like random punts on players it's hard to predict like what what constitutes a risk yeah i don't know i mean definitely taking more hits is obviously riskier because you have to hope that those players at least score a goal or get a couple returns uh so i would check that off in like the risk category but i also would think punts would be the other thing that he's talking about yeah. For me, I'm I'm in the top 10K right now, even after this rough game week. And um, that was kind of my goal for the year was to try to finish in the top 10K. Uh, for me, I don't want to take like a lot of risks. I want to kind of shut it down. I know I'm not going to win the whole thing overall. I'm like way far off first place. So I just want to shut it down and try to get my goal of finishing the top 10K. I think it really has to do a lot with like where you're at and, and what your goals are for the season. Yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about the game week. Um, overall ranks have not updated yet, but um, how did you do, Jake? Uh, I did fine. Uh, my team is on thirty-eight points. That you know, so I the the Liverpool clean sheet helped me with two Liverpool defenders. You know, Pereira was a nightmare. I thought that. Crystal Palace had one of the worst offenses in the league, and then they banged four goals. Felipe was brought in. He didn't do anything, which was a major disappointment. Captain Son, who didn't do anything, which was a disappointment. Although, I will say, I was very worried about Burnley. I've really been just sticking with the FPL odds, but my gut feeling was that Burnley would would cause a lot of problems for Spurs, and they did. And, And then... You know, just a couple other points here and there. Obi-Wan injured, didn't even start a full team. It, it's kind of a mess right now. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I think a lot of managers put out subpar teams that not playing 10 and having guys missed out. Um, I think there's going to be, I'm going to guess the average. Well, let's see. We can look on a fix here. So the average players played uh, overall was 83 uh, and the average players played for the players in the top 1K was 10.3. Um, average total all, overall points is looks like it's going to be about 35, and top 1K at 41. Um, I finished at, let's see, what did I finish at? 31 points. Uh, I only played seven guys, so granted, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm quite happy with that, actually. Um, and the only two players that had returns for me were Rabo with the clean and the bonus and Barnes again, three weeks in a row. I am super happy about that transfer. And he has just looked incredibly dangerous. I've watched, uh, the last two weeks, the Burnley matches. So I don't know. I'm frustrated with, with missing the deadline, but I'm pretty happy with going forward. Like what my team looks like, especially with the Carabao cup. Uh, Sonny didn't start this week. You got to figure he's probably going to play midweek. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It's it's crazy how many forwards scored this week. There was, like, very few midfielder goals besides Jerry D. Uh, it was, I mean, you know, King, Jimenez, um, Zaha, Zaha, Rondon, Rondon yeah. who a, a buddy of ours brought in, and that was a really good move. Uh, Chicharito even scored. Troy Deeney even scored. You're just like, well, who are these players? They never score. And then this week, that's that's the only the only players that did anything it feels like but but those guys they do score jake we've been advocating for the budget strikers all year that's true 
Yeah, they they do score, and they've been pretty decent the whole year. It's just interesting that all of them, almost all of them, struck on this this game week where everybody was kind of like having to bring them in. Yeah, I guess that's right. how I feel about it. It's like right. a lot of people probably brought them in more than typical, um, and then they all did very, very well. Right. Like it's almost – and and we talk about it all the time, how lucky the game is, but it's just another situation there where like people – most people would not have even considered those players unless there was the blank game weeks. And then you know we've been kind of advocating for it all year, and all of a sudden they just get returns. So good job by you. Yeah, good job by us, I guess. Yeah. So it goes. Uh, okay. Should we look at the leave dive leaderboard? I don't think it's updated yet. Uh, let's let's not do it if it's not updated. Yeah, it's not updated yet. So sorry, folks, uh, for those of you that were really hoping to have your name read. Um, we're going to have to hold. We need to keep moving here, though. We have a lot of questions. I think we'll spend the next, uh, I don't know, 8, 10 minutes here just talking about some chip strategy ideas. I know that some people have said that they're chip fatigued. Uh, they're sick of talking about it. I know most of the other FPL podcasts, and a lot of people listen to more than one, um, have done chip-specific episodes. So we just thought we'd talk a little bit more about like some general strategy. We had a couple writing questions from people um, about the chips, and then we'll kind of let it be. Um, are you, Jake, have you like thought much about your chip strategy? Have you sat down and kind of started mapping things out or not really? Um, I mean, basically every time I sit down and try to map it out, I, I start to cry and curl up into a little ball. Yeah. Uh, the table that we put into <laughs> our, our little like, um, spread, spreadsheet for today, that's basically what I have written out, have posted, have pictured in my phone. And I just, it, it's going to be impossible for me to traverse it without a wild card is, is the only way to say it. Um, so I'm just going to have to do the best that I can and hope that there's some chaos and things happen and it just works out for me, which it, it definitely could. Uh, it's just, it's going to be very, very difficult. And right now I've been dealing with just more and more injuries, which is, is what's bothering me. Like Brooks is injured. Now Obi-Wan is injured. It's like, that's not helping. Um, and it's, it's starting to get me really frustrated. Yeah. It's, it's, well, first off the, the sheet that Jake is referring to, if you haven't seen it yet, you, you need to take some time to go do it. If you're not a person that uses Twitter, um, it's worth just going on this person's Twitter account. It's, um, at Ben Krellen, um, C R E L L I N. He does like all the double game week fixture stuff. And he has a nice little, um, Google sheets that he shares with everybody. And one of the tabs on that Google sheet has all the teams and all the matches for 31, 32, 33, and 35, which are the predicted blanks and double game weeks. Uh, so it shows like who's playing when. And it, it's just, you hear it on the pod and it's really hard to picture it. You need to go look at that picture, um, so that you can kind of get a feeling for who plays when. Uh, it's kind of funny that you said that though, Jake, FPL Virgin did write in, uh, will Jake now go on public record on the pod and make the following admission? And in quotes, after recording an entire pod on chip strategy in the new year, I, Jake, was very short-sighted, short-dicked, to then immediately trigger my wild card. I've made a huge mistake. One of those parts I added in. But are you ready to go on record saying that? No, not yet. You literally just, you, Jake, after New Year's, we literally said to people like, hey, let's not use your wild cards right away. And like two weeks later, you're like, I'm using my wild card. Yeah, I I think we've dis established how we're going to keep track of this. I'm going to live vicariously through the Coyote Kid uh, <laughs> and see how he does. And if he does well, I'm going to be like, yeah, it was worth it. I mean, my team's green arrowed a lot. Uh, That's true. I've done, I've done better since wildcarding which is always the plan it's hard to say like after these crazy weeks would i have been better for that one week to have used my wild card you know yes or no i mean i'm still happy with most of my players really the only player that i wild carded and brought in that was a complete disaster is or was sigurdsson for the most part he didn't really do much at all. And Salah's just been, he's been so challenging. 
of a player, but otherwise it's like, you know, Jimenez has worked out, Rashford worked out, Pogba worked out. I was just stupid and got rid of him for the past couple game weeks. It's It's been fine. I'm not going to go on record and say it was terrible. Yeah, we won't really actually be able to know until after these crazy game weeks go through, right? Because we don't really know um, how you're going to manage this time or if it was really going to be necessary even to have your wild card. Yeah, I agree. Um, FPL Virgin also said, has Jake been spending a lot of time in the dark recesses of his basement? And is his masterpiece, Beautiful Mind Spreadsheets on the wall now complete? Yeah, uh, basically numbers I, just flying everywhere. Yeah, I could. I think we can safely say that's a no, though. You're, you have not figured it out yet. No, I think I'm close. I'm going to say probably not. Probably not, yeah. though. Yeah, no. Okay, uh, let's just talk about some general strategy ideas then um, so that you know people can, can think a little bit about it. Um, Game Week 31 bunch of blanks game week 32 a bunch of doubles game week 32 likely a bunch of blanks game week 35 likely a bunch of doubles so um some of the doubles have been confirmed and some have not it looks like after game week 31 uh, there's an international break i think it's two weeks off of prem action uh, and it sounds like that's when most of the double game weeks for 32 uh and the blanks in 33 and the doubles in 35 will be officially confirmed Um, So the reality of it is we don't know exactly what's going to happen. There's a great chance that that's where everything's going to fall, but but we don't 100% know that. Um, And so the first thing to remember, I think, just in terms of general strategy, is don't forget that there's other game weeks. We have 28, 29, and 30 uh, before all of this craziness kind of takes place. And so... There has been some stuff online, like people have been saying, oh, why would you tear your teams apart for 31? Um, I think that there's, you can manage a balance, right? You can you can keep your core of players, your, you know, your cities, your Uniteds, your, you know, you want pool players because they don't blank in 31. So you can keep a core of players without tearing everything up, um, but you can still fill your team with some kind of fringe players, your outside players that are going to play in 31. Yeah, I agree. That's been the rough sketch plan as for me right now. How many have you looked at your team? Do you know like exactly how many game week 31 players you have right now or no? Roughly. Um, I've been looking and the I've, I have four or five, five players right now that are confirmed blank. And then the, the other issue is that Brooks is injured. So that gives me about six, which is too many. Though I do have now three transfers to fix that if I want. It's like what you said, though. It's a lot of those players are very good, like Rashford, uh, Sterling, Son, uh, you know, and Jimenez, who's he's the only one who scored for my team this week. So the question becomes, who do you part with? Because having three of them on your bench is fine. You know, or maybe like, you know, if you only play 10 players, it's not the end of the world, but you don't want to have half the team there. Uh, But definitely my plan as of now is to just make my transfers to build a team of 11, get myself into game week 32, and then go from there. Yeah, I think uh, that's a, a good point that you made. You shouldn't feel like you have to field 11 players every week. I mean, obviously you want to if you can. But if that means throwing out some of your best players just so that you can get, you know, some uh, kind of a, a lower level player into your game week 31 team, like maybe you're better off just playing 10 guys or even nine guys. Um, I wouldn't I would not freak out too much, especially if you're someone that doesn't have a wild card in your back pocket here or if you've used your free hit. I would not freak out about making sure you have to field 11 guys in in your blank game weeks um just try to get you know the best players out that you can um and and don't feel bad if you get you know eight nine ten guys out only not a big deal are you do you you, are you good with that jake or no i i completely agree okay this is a little this is give and take jake you can't just listen to all my advice and take it you're supposed to give some too I had made that point in the first place, so well, I would just be reconfirming my own point. But sure, right. I'll I strengthened it. your point because okay. your okay. point kind of was weak. 
Yeah, thank you for strengthening my point with lots of other good FPL facts. And then say, and you're better than me. Say that. And you're better than me. Good. I'm happy we're all on the same. At everything in life. No, just FPL. The only thing you're better than me at is being bad at your job. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, okay. Um, also, there's still a Chelsea Brighton match that we're not sure where it's going to fall. Um, that was from 27 this last game week. Uh, it looks like that match is probably going to fall into 32. Um, that's what Ben Krillin thinks, just with TV schedules and the like. So that's another one just to keep an eye on. Um, so with the uncertainty, there's there's been some talk about this, all right? So this, because there's still some uncertainty about exactly where the blanks and the doubles are going to be rescheduled, it's one of the reasons why I'm favoring probably free hitting in 32 and prepping for the blanks using free transfers. So the game week 31 tra- uh, blanks are all confirmed. We know which teams are going to play and which teams are not going to play. We're pr- we have an idea about what 32 is going to look like, but there's there's a a chance that some of those games maybe get moved. So we don't know exactly for a while. um, There'd been some momentum building about using free transfers to prep for 32. Um, That's why I think I'm going to advocate for, because we don't know those matches free hitting in 32 and looking to maybe wild card in 34 with a bench boost combo in 35. Um, I don't know exactly what you're thinking, Jake, but that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah, it's it's challenging. I mean, I guess I'm thinking that my free hit chip is going to be used on game week 33 to get me through it, but I'm 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 not 100% on that because I'm trying to find that uh beautiful mind way of getting myself all the way through 33 and then you know, free hitting on game week 35 with all the doubles. But I don't know if it's, it just doesn't seem possible, but I'm hoping there's a way. And that's where I'm going into my dark recesses of my basement with my whiteboards that surround me. Right. And all our sponsorship swag mm-hmm. that we get sent. Yeah, wink, exactly. wink. Yeah. I'm just, you know, spilling because coffee of, on all of it. Because of who we're sponsored by. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah, in, in a uh, dark basement. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah, oh, I, I, I see what you're going with. This. Other people will follow, Jake. You don't, but other people yeah. know no, I, you're, I, what you're doing yeah. in the basement. Don't say okay. it, Jake. It's inappropriate. Okay, I think we should take a short break, Jake. Uh, when we come back, we have a, a couple more questions from listeners about navigating the uh, the blanks and doubles that are coming up, and then we just have some some more general questions so we can get off the chip talk. We do have a speed round this week because we had so many questions written in, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Listener questions incoming. Uh, FPL Jim wrote in, I'm wanting to check on a couple things. This is an important one, Jake. If you're using the free hit in 32, can you make a transfer prior to using that chip to bring in another Game Week 33 asset? And then the second part of that is, can you carry a free transfer over, use your free hit, and then have two frees in 33? He says, I don't think you can, but I'm not sure. So the first part of that, uh, can you use a transfer then use your free hit, and then still have that transfer that you used before the free hit in the next game week? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your team will go back. When you use the free hit, your team goes back to what it was in the game week uh, before. So that transfer that you made between points A and point B, or game week A and game week B, uh, is essentially erased. And the second part of that, Jake, do you know the answer to this? Can you carry two free transfers through with the free hit? I would say yes, but I don't think I've been put in a situation where I've had to figure that out. My understanding is it's actually no, you cannot, which I don't really understand the reasoning behind that. Um, I feel like if you have a banked transfer that you should be allowed to save it, even if you use your free hit. Um, So I I don't really know why that's the case, but um, I actually had to do a little digging for this uh, and find some other managers that had experienced it, and that's how they had described it. And I don't think the free hit chip has changed since last year. So it's a little bit of a weird rule. Just keep that in your mind when you're navigating um, 
or the use of your free hit. Uh, Jim also asks, also interested to know who are the template players we should hold through the blank? So I think this is a really good question for someone like you, Jake, who um, who's trying to make transfers to get blank game week players out, but also uh, but also needs to bring some blank game week players in. Who are the players on your team, like if you look at it right now, that are are holds for you, even if they were to blank, let's say? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the concern is things are changing, and that's what's really causing me more stress and gastric ulceration. Uh, you know, originally I was thinking Sala, um, Van Dyke, and Robertson, and right now I'm just leaning toward Van Dyke and Ro- Robertson, or just defensive Liverpool options. I mean, again, they cleaned against Man United, who offensively has been clicking. They're good. Sala, I don't know because he takes up so much bankroll i'm considering probably not till later but eventually getting rid of him i i I feel like i'm just stuck with his mediocrity right now which isn't it's that's not true it's just because he costs so much money i need him to do so well yeah so the liverpool players though they they all play through the blanks so are there players that i mean i get what you're saying with salah for sure going forward here with the amount of funds that you have tied up in him um, oh, he's saying I get what you're saying. Yeah, so like players that are going going to blank that will not be playing. Are there are there any players on your team that are certain holds? Like you don't care that they blank in 31, you're going to keep them for 32 or something like that. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yes. Pogba Son for sure. I think if they're on your team you hold them. Sterling is someone I'm strongly considering holding just because he's kind of a differential for me. And if I hit on a captain with him, I, I do very well. And then that's it. That's really it for me. Because you look at all the other teams, you know, and I, I just feel like all those players are replaceable, right? Like, yeah. even Jimenez, who has been doing very, very well for me, look at you with Barnes. Right. Barnes plays in game week 31 and then has a double, a confirmed double in game week 32. So Barnes is someone who people should maybe be considering bringing in if they don't have their um, wild card anymore. So so he doesn't have a double in 32, but he does play. He plays in 31, 32, and 33. Are you, are you sure? Because I, I thought he does have a confirmed double in game week 32. Nope. Plays Wolves in 32. Who else does That's he play? Cool. Says, hmm. Well, then I'm I'm confused. Maybe I'll I'll double check it, but I I'm pretty sure it says that they play Man United, and then I don't know. Are we looking at the same sheet? Because if you look at 32 and you look at Burnley, they play Wolves. Hmm. That looks like Watford Wolverhampton. See, it's so confusing. We can't even do it. Uh, yeah, this, game we week can't... thirty-two, Watford plays Wolverhampton, and then Burnley plays Man United, and they. But, but maybe maybe I'm reading this wrong. So you are. Uh, moving on. Um, so, okay. So I, I think I agree with you in terms of like those actual players, um, and everybody's teams are going to be a little bit different because it depends on like how you're using free hit and wild card going forward here. But I do think that most managers are going to have, you know, one to three players that are kind of non-negotiables players that are, are just going to stay on the team. You know, a guy like Salah is interesting though, because of the amount of funds tied up in him. He does have matches um, in those game weeks, which, which are important. Um, but in order to, you know, upgrade maybe some other positions on your team with players that are playing, you may have to think about, you know, those kind of heavier, heavier hitters, maybe moving them down. I don't know. It's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Everyone's going to be a little bit different. Uh, Okay, let's keep moving. Uh, FPL Virgin, in the two blanks, you need a completely different set of players from very different teams than in the two doubles. After spunking his wild card early, how does Jake propose to flip his entire team twice as we go from the blank to the double in very quick succession? I think you've kind of hit on that, Jake. It's mostly just going to be praying, right? Mm-hmm. For the oh. most part. Okay, good. FPL trophy. Uh, oh, some chip puns here. Nice trophy. As I value our friend chip, <laughs> so I must take a bite <laughs> okay. out of this question, but be careful you don't chip a tooth. 
I still have all my chips, but now a little confused on where and when to use my triple captain. So this is a great question, and I'm happy that somebody asked it. The kind of temp, I, I hate the word template, but like what's what's kind of going on right now in the community is that a lot of people are talking about free hitting in 32, uh, wild carding in 34, and then bench boosting in 35. And basically what's been forgotten is the triple captain chip. Conventional wisdom is that you play that triple captain on a double game week player um, because it just, you have a better chance, right, of getting returns. <sighs> Jake, have you, I haven't really even scouted a potential game week for a triple captain chip play is there is there one that you kind of have in mind or have you not even really thought about it no i i've considered maybe because like sterling hangs around that cost where hazard is and i know hazard's gonna have another double game week that's kind of what i'm considering maybe Mm -hmm. uh, is just transferring into hazard for his double game week and triple captaining him yeah what i'm kind of hoping is that Chelsea get like there's an off chance that Chelsea get kind of like a random double game week somewhere uh, just because the way the fixtures fall I'm kind of hoping for that but uh there's been some talk about like Salah maybe later in the year I don't know like Liverpool play Southampton in 33 um what could be another good one oh Liverpool play Cardiff in 35 uh Huddersfield in 36 um, Newcastle in 37 right so like maybe Liverpool's up against it and has to have a big performance and you play you know a triple captain on like a Sala in one of those games um, or like an Aguero late in the season against I don't know like Brighton or um, Leicester or something like that those types of players could have some big ones um, there's also been some talk about a potential uh, Aubameyang triple captain um, maybe looking at him like in 35 if you don't bench boost then um, or something like that so there's a couple there's a couple options it, it is a little tough that we've kind of forgotten about the chip yeah and here's here's a question would you just consider doing Pogba in game week 32 against Watford and Wolves is that is that out of the question I haven't seen a lot of people suggest it but you know he's on form uh their team's doing very very well i guess the risk is does he play in both of those but that's always the risk right yeah 100 percent. um he's a player that i would trust though to play more minutes right um whereas like the city players maybe you don't trust them to do that that said you know like i said most people are considering playing like a free hit in 32 and you can only play one chip per week so then you couldn't play your triple captain in that week yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I, I understand. But I guess the question is, why are you needing to free hit in that 32 if you're, I guess, if you really want all the doubles that are about to occur? But. Yeah, I think so for me, if I was going to, I mean, and I haven't, I'm not sold on it yet. But if I were going to free hit in 32, uh, I would be bringing in, um, I would probably be dropping all three of my Liverpool players because they go against Spurs. Uh, and I would be basically loading up on like Chelsea players, I already, you know, City players. Like I might bring in Aguero for that. They play um, Fulham and Cardiff, and that's confirmed. That could be a goal fest for City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like I'd I'd be getting in City players. I'd be getting in Chelsea players. Um, you know, I already have United players, but I'd probably bring in like a United defender, things like that. So that that would maybe be why I would look at that free hit in thirty two. But I I could see the argument for like using transfers now to get like let's say Aguero in and then triple captaining him against Fulham Cardiff in 32 rather than playing the free hit there yeah it's there's so there's just so many ways to do it and I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer yeah okay let's keep moving uh Jamie Dodd planning on selling Obama man for 29 could go to Aguero with good fixtures in 29 and 30 and bench in 31 or I could go to a game, a blank game week 31 player like Iguain, King, or Vardy. Is it stupid uh, to bring in a game week 31 player two game weeks before the blank? So what Jamie's dealing with is what we've kind of talked a little bit about earlier, but this balancing between getting enough players out in the blank and uh, having good players in the couple game weeks before said blank. 
What do you like, Jake? Do you think you you know? Do you go with Aguero? Um, I think you go with Aguero personally. Yeah, yeah I think I think so, so too. much better of a player, and he's been doing very well recently. He plays for a very good team. You just stash him on your bench for game week thirty one, and then you're good to go. Yeah, and it also depends what you have available. So if you're going to free hit in thirty two, mm-hmm. um, you know that changes things maybe a little bit as well. Um, you know, because you could free hit Aguero in in 32 for those really nice fixtures, and and then maybe you bring in like a you have a King or an Iguain or or Vardy. Um, you know, Leicester's been pretty listless as of late. Uh, look at all those L's. So I've uh, I've maybe avoiding Vardy, but King's been pretty good. Um, you will have to deal with Wilson probably coming back in the next couple weeks. Iguain has been benched the last two matches. I, I know it was the Carabao Cup today and uh, the the Europa League match midweek, but um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just Aguero. I don't know. But um, it really does depend on what you have uh, for a plan going forward. Yes, concur with both those statements. One is it depends what you're planning to do, and two, I, I just think the other options aren't aren't very good. King is the only one that's kind of interesting, but then Wilson's coming back, so that's not the best. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Carabao Cup, it looks like uh, City Chelsea ninety fifth minute zero zero right now enthralling match. Just lots of goals this week. It's oh been my great. Gosh, so boring. Lego Mane. God, I hate Mane. He's so bad. Man City is wildcarding in twenty eight a viable option for managers who don't have any City coverage. Alternatively, if if going the free hit thirty two route is saving a free transfer this week and mini wildcarding in two or three City assets next week worth prioritizing over acquiring blank game week thirty one thirty three targets. This would likely mean great number of hits to uh, assemble a reasonable squad for the blanks. Again, same, almost a very similar question to what Jamie's asking. Um, I, I do think, like, in 31, if you can get out eight or nine decent players, don't freak out. Like, focus on the next couple game weeks um, and getting decent players in and just deal with eight or nine in the blank. If, if you have, like, four or five players, then you need to get a few blank game week players in. Uh, but, like, right now, my team is set up. I have seven blank game weekers, two free transfers going into this week, and a couple transfers after that before 31. I mean, I might bring in one more between now and then, and then I'll make two more to get up to 10 right before the game week, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to add too many players. Uh, I'm not going to tear my team apart. I I wholeheartedly agree, and it doesn't really make sense that you've made it this long, and then you're wild carding at that point in the stage right. where you're not really going to make much of a benefit from game week 28. Yeah, I'd avoid the wild card there. Um, FPL Sausage, Jake's favorite phallic friend, uh, with no free hit chip and the ability to set myself up for game week or blank game week 31, wouldn't it make sense for me to wild card in 32? The downside is I'd be looking at Captain Salah way to Fulham instead of Hazard in game week 32. Upside, I easily get a full teams out for all weeks through game week 38. I uh, that's not a bad idea. The wild card in 32. That's the other way some people are looking to manage it. So um, if you don't, if you've used your free hits, I think that a wild card in 32 is completely legit. Um, I don't know. Have you thought about that, Jake? Yeah, not as much because it's like vice versa of what I have, but I do agree that's a good time to use your wild card. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that is all of the kind of wild or chip questions. And so we're just going to spend about 10 minutes. We've got uh, some speed, some speed round questions here that we're going to go through. Uh, I think we have maybe about maybe 12 or 15 questions from people. Um, the way we'll do this, Jake, is I will read the question off. You have like 20 seconds or so about to answer the question, and then you read the next one to me, and I'll answer it. We'll go back and forth to get through all of them. Buckle up, people. This is going to be crazy. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. Okay, our girl Emma wrote in. So now I have the whole day to contemplate who I might bring in. Uh, Anderson didn't look good. Anyone else we might consider? If I drop Richarlison to a 4.6 enabler, I can get Aguero and keep Sané or swap Sané to Sterling. FYI, FPL general pod on the match is good. She was talking about uh, one of the matches earlier in the week. Jake, what do you think? Yes, I would do that. Uh, And I think I would... I would go get a. Uh, that's the the harder question is what to do with it. Um, I guess swapping to Sterling. The question is, what are you going to end up doing with those other points? 
or, or the, the other, the other extra money. Um, so I, I don't think either way is going wrong. It just kind of depends what you're going to do with, if you just swap Sane to Sterling. That was the worst answer I've ever heard. Okay, read Why is me that my, a bad answer? Just read Why me my question, bad, Jake. That's not a bad answer. I agree, and I think it depends because there's half of the question missing, or half of the answer, right? Like, Sané to Sterling's not 4.6, so I don't know what the rest of that money is going for. She's, Otherwise, I would just go to Aguero. She's dropping Richarlison down to a 4.6 enabler. Then she can get Aguero in, and she can still keep Sané. Yeah. I guess, I guess yeah, it's... Okay, so I would go Aguero and keep Sané. All right, so there, that was you were just a little bit past your twenty second mark on that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, about okay. a minute past. So we'll try to do better on the next yeah. one. Okay, you read me the next question. All right, myself, like most others, were planning on dropping Everton players from twenty seven onwards. Now that they play in thirty one, should we keep or still sell for Leicester players because of their bad run? Jake, who you have to read who said the question. See, this is why we don't let sorry, you drive sorry, anything. Sorry. I don't let you drive anything in the pod because you can't figure it out. It's oh so frustrating. Gosh. Yeah, that's from Sean number one, not number two. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I say yes to dropping Everton players from 27 onwards, uh, even though they do play in 31. Leicester players, uh, it's really tough. Leicester have... have uh, some really nice fixtures coming up. Um, new manager coming in, so who knows how that's going to affect them. But but I think Everton players out for Leicester players is good. Ready, Jake? Garf. So with United blanking in 31 and 33, and with the entire tw- Twitter community with Rashford and Pogba, I'm hoping you can chip in with your thoughts on what the best plan would be for owners of both. So basically, he's just asking, like, everybody has Rashford and Pogba. They don't play in 31 and 33. Holding or getting rid of? So I'm, I would be considering maybe moving Rashford and keeping Pogba. I mean, there's a lot more to this question because it depends on what what the rest of your team looks like um, and what chips and everything that you have. But I would, I think like maybe the middle ground is doing that. You know, that's that's where I'm at with that question. Good job, you did 24 seconds there. Okay, perfect. Uh, Whitebeard. Is that a new writer? No, Whitebeard's written him before. Okay, I feel like it's been a while, um, at least. So, triple Lester, master stroke or insanity? I don't really like the way you said master stroke. Okay, well, say it, say it again. Master stroke or insanity? Why do you say it like you're having a stroke? Like <laughs> master stroke? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a uh, weird. It's a weird word to me. It's a British word. I feel. Yeah, everything that's weird is British. Uh, I'm gonna say triple Lester is probably insanity. Um, I would say you know having maybe one Lester defender is okay. A cheap Lester midfielder like maybe Maddo or something is probably okay. But man, they just look bad. So yeah, two point. Oh, I need midfield options. I'm wanting to get rid of Richie, and I'm thinking of Genie. Uh, or uh, Almiron from Newcastle. Elevator pitch from Jake on why I should do these these options. Uh, keep rich by Genie by Almiron. Do you, you go ahead, Jake? Why would you? So why would you do I that? Answer this. Yeah. Um, why would you do that? <laughs> Ooh. Well, one answer to keep Richie would be they go against Cardiff, who just gave up five goals against Watford, and they play through game week 33 or whatever it is. Uh, My argument for Almiron is that he's a solid player, uh, so there's a chance that he just hits it right off the bat with Newcastle. Uh, And then Genie, uh, my argument, I don't have much of an argument for him. I guess he may be keeping uh, extra bonus point clean. You know, yeah. I guess he gets he he sometimes like creates a really crazy goal, but I'm having a hard time throwing an elevator pitch for Genie. Yeah, he averages one shot per ninety and point seven port four key passes per ninety. Um, his xG and xA per ninety are both around like point one. Uh, I I just don't see the upside there. But yeah, sorry, Winaldum, I couldn't even create an elevator pitch for yeah, you. That's that's okay. Okay, read me mine. Uh, FPL sheep. 
best budget defender under 5, but prefer closer to 4.5, that has a double in 32 and will play, uh, is worth gambling on playing in 33. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's a really tough one. So double in 32... Uh, and most likely will play in 33. Oh, that there's not very many players that even fit that category. Uh, do you have anybody? I, I don't even know. Yeah, uh, th- this is what I mean. This is why I like curl up into my little ball because <laughs> when you look at one week, you're like, oh, this player's the best. And then you go to the next week and you're like, I don't even know. Is he going to be there? Is he not going to be there? Is he going to double? Is he going to blank for the rest of the season? Like, that's what happens. (laughs) People throw us these questions, and you're like, I don't know. There's no way to answer it. Yeah, there's there's almost nobody that that has. So, like, maybe it's just Juan B, uh, because they'll play Huddersfield and somebody else probably in 32 they have a 44% chance of a blank in 33. So part of the, the problem with playing that game, this game with your transfers is that like the game week 33 transfer is a 44% or game week 33 blank is a 33% chance of blanking. So we don't know for sure that it's going to be a blank. That's part of the problem. Um, you know, guys that I'm looking at though, like that are a little bit cheaper. Uh, I can pull up my list right now. I, w- I would shout uh, Newcastle. Yeah. 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 I think Maybe that Char. that. Yeah, Shar's a good one. He's on my list. Um, let's see who else do I have. Uh, Taylor from Burnley is kind of an interesting one. Most likely nailed at one of the outside back spots. He has a, a game in 31, 32, uh, and 33. Um, but I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. So I'm just going to move on. Jake, Matthew Holiday, should I keep Hazard and Richarlison? <laughs> that that's six seconds of your 20 okay <laughs> i would be leaning toward keeping hazard seeing if you can do something else with richarlison okay read me my question then <sighs> this is this is stressful um <laughs> marvin the gooner Nice to see him right in. Uh, just want to shout this fourth fourth place for Arsenal oh right my now. Gosh. Yeah, just throw no. that out there. That's a Champions League spot, in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, uh, everyone was. Many people, <laughs> many people talking about Aguero to Abba, uh, but isn't Kane a better option this week? Uh, and I think he was talking. He initially had wrote this in uh, the last week, uh, but. Oh, Kane. I I just can't I can't advocate for Kane. <laughs> he got a goal. Yeah, I know. I can't advocate for Kane. He's got Chelsea away and Arsenal at home in the next two matches. Southampton away in thirty. Game week thirty one blank. Game week thirty two against Liverpool. I, I just can't I can't even watch him play anymore. He's just a shadow of himself and it makes me sad. Uh our boy Raj, which is a better move? Sane to Jota and Kamara to Laka. Okay, Sane to Jota and Kamara to Laka. Or Sane to Hayden and Camera to Abba. Okay, Ooh. there's a lot going on there. So Sane to Jota and Camera to Laka, or Sane to Hayden and Camera to Abba. Which one do you like more? Here, here's the hard thing. As an Arsenal fan that watches all these games, I still don't know if Lacazette or Aubameyang which one's necessarily going to be better. And it's so hard with Europa. So, you know, to me, I guess if I had to hard, fast answer this rule, it's almost probably going to be better to have two players that are playing consistently. And it scares me a little bit going to Hayden, uh, just in case injuries occur somewhere else. So So which one do you like, the first one or the second one? Uh I don't know. I, uh, I, I guess the first one, maybe. All right, that's fair. Read me my question. Go. Lonesome Pundit. Best defender, midfield, attacker in weeks 27 through 30. Ooh, this is a three-parter. Ignoring, yeah. the, ignoring the blanks. Ostrich-like. Uh, so he's a Lonesome Pundit. He's putting his head in the ground. Haven't you ever heard that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got just you. just like you. It's weird, so it has to be a Brit thing. 
okay, so in the next couple of game weeks here, who basically he's asking, right, like who's just the, the best pick? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, I think that Sterling's a pretty good pick at West Ham, Bournemouth, Watford. There's obviously a chance for rotation, which make which makes me a little bit nervous. Um, I also like. I mean, Pogba's a pretty good pick. Crystal Palace, Southampton, Arsenal in the next three. Um, and, of course, I think, you know, Liverpool have to figure out. I, I keep believing they got to figure it out at some point. Watford, Everton, Burnley for, like, Salah, I think, it are, are three pretty good matches. So, uh, okay, um, we just got a couple more well, questions. You have to answer defender and forward. As well. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was all of them. Uh, defender, well, I'm just going to stick with those teams then, I think. Like, defender, you could probably look at Rabo would be a really good pick. Um, Laporte for City, um, those would probably be my picks. And forward, um, Rashford, unfortunately, looks like he might have hurt his ankle. I hope that he's, I desperately hope that he's okay. Aguero, I think, is a fine pick, but he's going to get rotated with Jesus. Um Maybe, I don't know. I love Barnes right now. He's been great, but they play Liverpool in 30, which kind of sucks. So, okay. Um, we're going to fast forward. We're going to have to skip a couple questions, Jake, because we're getting towards our hour mark. But um, I got a good question from Jim. He was pretty frustrated after this game week. I think things went quite poorly for him. So this is a would you rather question. We haven't done a would you rather in a long time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this. Ready? Uh, would you rather triple Captain Sané in a double game week and then Captain Abba for him to miss his second plum fixture because Emery is a crafty fucker or stick an angry scorpion inside the eye of your penis and then piss it out? I'm going to go with the first one. I think th- I think the first one's a good a good choice too. I don't know if that's, again, like kind of a a British sexual thing, you know, with scorpions. Maybe they do that over there, but that doesn't seem like something I'd be interested in. No, I don't think I would want an angry scorpion inside. I like how he doesn't say like the scorpion does anything to you. You just have to like hope that it doesn't. That that makes me even more nervous. Yeah, I'm staying away from that. Um, so we, the deadline, Jake, the deadline, we should talk about that really quickly, is uh, the, the 26th. Which is, um, what, Tuesday, right? Great. I'm going to yeah. have to stay up all night doing my, my <laughs> master beautiful mind spreadsheets. Yeah, so it's it's Tuesday. And the first match is on, uh, what time is the first match? Probably 145. Yeah, 145 on Tuesday. So you have to have your stuff in by uh, 1245 uh, Central, Central Time for us Americans uh, to get that done. Um, have you thought about moves that you might make this week or not really? <laughs> I don't even have time to like make myself breakfast these days. <laughs> no, like, um, I, I roughly like thought about maybe just moving on from Obi Wan now with the injury. Like I, I'm just trying to deal with my injured players. I, I still have Brooks, who I really want to come back because Bournemouth play consistently game through game week 33, and it's just you know the news has not been good. It's just. No. Just getting worse and worse. It's like expected further and further back. So I do have um, enough in the bank to move up Obi Wan to a defender. So I'm I'm considering maybe moving him to like Shar for Newcastle, who have some good run of fixtures. Yeah, and Obi Wan unfortunately has a little injury, so it kind of makes sense, right? It's an easy move. Yeah. The other thing is what you said about Rashford. That's concerning and. Um, I'm considering moving him out and, and I see the error of my ways, but I still think Barnes is a good player because he plays consistently through. I mean, this is the unfortunate thing for me with having gotten rid of the wild card already. I'm looking for players just that just play consistently and I'll, I'll probably miss out on some double game weeks, but you know, I, I need to look at it for a long time before I make my move. Yeah. I haven't figured my moves out yet either. Uh, it's going to be either Rashford or, or Juan B, probably, depending on the injury situation. Um, I'm almost certain Rashford will sit out this midweek game. The question is just like, will he be back before the next game week? Um, I can deal with him missing one game, but um, two or three will be a problem for me, which would mean I'd have to move him. So, uh, Okay. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, 
online, divefpl.com. Uh, download our podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Overcast, Podcast App, CastBox, basically anywhere where you find podcasts. Remember, if you um, if you write a review for our podcast uh, today or later, or if you have in the past, I will throw your name into a, a little bucket for a shirt drawing towards the end of the year. So just keep that in mind. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, a couple of finishing up questions for the pod. Trust the Pogsess would love to hear a power ranking of pasta shapes. Please and thanks. Jake, what's your favorite pasta? Oh, man. Um, I think I think penne is a tried and true one for me. Yeah. I prefer the penne regatta. Um which is a just a little bit different, right? It's it's, it's grooved a bit more, um, but I like the the rigatoni. It's probably yeah, my favorite. It, yeah, it's yeah, both both good choices. So. Yeah, they're simple choices, but good. Asai, let Jake answer this one. Does he prefer a bag of chips or a bag of crisps? Which do you prefer, Jake? I, I don't, I don't know what a bag of crisps are. Yeah, me neither. It's probably a British thing. Right? Uh, I guess the chips. Yeah, Yeah, gotta go chips there. It's the only way. Uh, That's it. Pretty solid game week. Um, Kind of a mess, missing missing the transfers, but maybe a blessing in disguise. We both survived it. Uh, We both kind of have a plan moving forward here. Hopefully everyone else does too. Um, We'll probably be potting um, next week, right? We tend to just do one pot a week, so I don't know if we'll do one after this midweek game week or not. Depends kind of on how things roll out. But... We don't talk to you till then. I hope everyone has a great, great game. I think, Jake, I think we should do it. You want to do it? We should do the pod, the pod in midweek this week. I think, like Wednesday. Yeah, or Thursday. Um, I guess that that's the question. Will Thursday be too late for everyone? But we'll figure it out. Okay. All right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.